0: Hallelujah. Mm -mm -mm. We just love you, Lord. So, Father, we just break open the bread of life for your people here today. And, Lord, we just want to hear from heaven so that we can be healed, Father. And we thank you that we are a part of the end-time army. It's just such a blessing. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I don't know. uh, I always go by titles, you know. Because to me, this is just how God speaks to me. But I'm learning not to do that. You know, when you new to this uh, preaching thing, you do the things the best way you know how. But God is showing me that sometimes, you know, I've, I've preached something and I've changed the title. I go and I tell Tippy or I tell uh, Tanya, I say, that don't sound right. You know, whatever. So I'm learning not to depend on titles so much. But this is how uh, God works with me. I get a title in my head, or He'll give me a scripture, and then it'll speak to me. And then, because I feel like that title keeps me in line with what's going on. But last night I started to call this mixed messages because title don't have nothing to do with. What, <laughs> title don't have nothing to do with what I'm talking about today. But t- God told me uh, final destination because. Our final destination is so clear, clear, it's so clear. And it's the end time warrior and what God's going to do with the end time warrior. Amen. That's you and me, the end time church. They're, this is our final destination, not final, final, but on earth, this is our final uh, job. And it's to spread the gospel, amen, to all creatures. And this is the final destination. But before we get there, there are so many things that we need to get clear up, cleared up on the inside of us. God don't send out wounded warriors. Amen. Amen. There's a place for wounded warriors. And so God is doing something about that. And I think we're all going through this process. In fact, I know it. But this is the thing that the Lord was showing me after I read this little bit of word of prophecy from somebody on Facebook, and then it just opened up to me. And it's not to be bitter in the process. Don't be bitter in the process. Amen. Because sometimes, uh, let me just kind of paint a picture. You know how God is saying, it won't be long now. And the favor will be at the heels, one thing after another. Favor, favor, favor. And then what we're going through right now don't feel like that. But we're in the process. And God says, don't get bitter in the process. Amen. Because, see, when you're in the process, there's a lot of things that can happen to you that you just don't understand. And then you say, well, where's my favor? Where's the good thing? Where's the blessing? You know, it's a new cycle, a new season, and God is, is bringing me my harvest. So what is this? but this (laughs) this this cycle well let me just put it like this bitter in the process is god's got to get you there because see you remember how the bride is being adorned and it was a year of preparation for her and and she was being perfumed and well see part of her process was she was getting cleansed on the inside now, the inside cleansing, the outside adorning is the easy part, but we're going through the inside cleansing, amen? And sometimes we can get bitter in the process because we don't like what, how we feel. Is anybody feeling this today? Amen. I know that's right. I'm, I'm looking like, where's my favor? You know, hide your wife, have your kids, hide your, <laughs> you know. Like, what's going on? But God is saying this to because a lot of people having problems on their job. That's the main thing I notice. And God says, don't be bitter in the process because these things are going to unravel a lot of things to you about yourself. Amen. And then God's gonna heal it. I mean, and you know, let me t- explain something about this favor, this season of favor. It's gonna be a quick process. This, pro- so don't get bitter. Because this ain't going to take 20 years. Amen. Amen. It won't. God is not going to fail you. I'm telling you. Because I said, okay, God, she went through a year, six months of, of cleansing and six months of preparation. I don't want to give no more than that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I know she cuter than me, but still, I shouldn't take that long. But I'm telling you, this is a quick work. And so just let God do it. Don't run from this thing. It's got to happen. It's just like, just think about Esther and how she had to go through this process. And she didn't get bitter in the process because that that guy, the man that was, yeah well not mordecai but it was another guy that worked and mordecai that kept going in checking on her but it was the overseer of all the maid the the women came okay, but he had a name he kept going in checking on her and so did mordecai to see how she was coming along god is going to have people check in on us amen to see how you're coming along these and i'm gonna tell you who they are they're prophets amen. prophets so not you don't need nobody else checking in on you. Amen. And they're gonna encourage us with a word. Amen. Let you know how you're doing. And I, I said, Wow, I said that's so cool. You know, because he is sending people to check in on us to make sure we don't think this is something that is not. I'm telling you. God is I'm telling you, God is doing a work, and the thing that I like, this has never been done before. Good day to be living, amen. Good day to walk in divine health and be healed. It's a good day to just enjoy your your uh, salvation in the Lord. But we are in the process of being promoted by God. See this this preparation process. God is saying, "Look, don't get bitter in this, because what I'm doing with you is I'm elevating you to a higher place, and this is not something where." You feel good one day up, one day and down, and down the next. I'm telling you, prominence. That's, amen. God gave me the word prominence. Amen. See, Joseph was a prominent person. That's what got him thrown down in that pit by his brothers. They, are oh, you ain't nobody. Little sheep herder or whatever. Young boy. Daddy liked him because he was the baby. You know, he's not going to make anything out of himself. We have to do everything for him. But he, they just did not receive that word prominence over his life. And so he was in the pit. He should have been angrier than anybody. But he didn't allow himself to be bitter in the process. That pit was a process place for him so that God can give him prominence. Yeah. That's what he's doing to every one of you. I'm telling you, it's a, it's prominent. Well, you could say, well, I don't want to be, I don't, you know what? I want to be wherever God wants me. I don't know where that is. But all I know is uh, he, put, he put Joseph in the atmosphere of people with power. Amen. And that's prominent. And this is what God is doing. So he's saying, don't be bitter in this process. Amen you don't know where god may have you go amen so we're in a process of transition so it's a process of transition it's a process of promotion you know vashti wasn't a good queen but but um esther still had to go through the process because god wanted her to be a better queen and esther was it i mean vashti where it could it could have ever been it still, she had to go through the process, and she could have gotten very bitter about it. You know, she didn't have parents, and she could have went back and, you know, sung that same old song. But she looked forward to what life, you know, lay ahead of her. Amen. She was excited and bursting over with being pregnant with expectation. And I believe that's what I am, and I'm just so excited. I don't, I'm not worried about what i can't see those days are gone but i'm receiving what god has for me because i want to finish strong and so this is another thing that god we're in the process of transition so that we can finish strong and we won't be we won't go out feeble nobody here is going out feeble nobody amen we won't go out feeble but we'll finish strong god is restoring his people In other words, he's fixing broken things, fragmented things, things that are, things are being mended like hearts, minds. We're being delivered and strengthened by God for his higher purpose. Amen. But we're giving him our best for his highest. Amen. And this is what we, all we can give is ourselves. And that's the best we have. And it's good. Because the Bible says that there's a treasure on the inside of us. Amen. We are tre we are God's treasure. Hallelujah. There's a treasure in earth and vessel. God sees us as a treasure. You know, there's no casualty. There's there's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, we're a blessed people and God so let God do what He wants to do inside of you. If some days you just So confused, you don't know what to do. Just let God have that. Amen. Amen. Now, in this this final days um, where God is working on us, there's something that God talked to me and said, to me, it's a fog, the fog of the enemy. Everybody, I've been in there a lot lately. And it's where you can't make a right decision. You're a little hesitant because you don't know what you want to do or you can't make a decision quickly like you used to and that's because the enemy shoots fog on your situation so you can't see clearly amen Amen. but god says even in that he says just be still and know that i am the lord that god god will make it clear because god is fighting these forces that fight us It's, it's like a confusion there's a confusion and you get confused that's the devil Because he doesn't want you to receive your expected end. But the Lord says he can't stop it because he's still transforming us. Amen? Okay. So operating in, in the full authority of Christ. See, this is what the devil does not want. That's why he tries to send that fog of confusion. He doesn't want us to operate in our full authority. You know, he doesn't want us to know who we are in him. You know, he doesn't want us adorned. Now, look, when we talk about adornment, we usually talk about jewelry. I ain't a real jewelry person, but the things added. God is going to add things to us. He's going to add things. This is his adornment. Power, authority, the anointing, favor, mercy, uh, love, kindness, uh, long suffering, all of this, the fruits of the Spirit. He's adorning us with all of these things so that we can finish strong. Amen. And this is what He's doing. And it, but see, if the devil can send confusion or just get into you some kind of way through another person that you miss this adornment, then you'll just stay in, in longer. You know, if, if somebody keeps stopping when you're in the beauty shop to do other people's hair, you're going to be in there all day. Amen. So if you get into the fog of the devil and you can't find your way out to finish your preparation, you're going to be in there a long time. And so we don't want this. So when you if you run into that fog, you just get closer to God, cling to him, amen. Just get closer to God and and stay on your face before him. Amen. So we're being delivered and strengthened by God for his higher purpose. God wants to show us off, amen, as his called out people, as his elect, who are full of his might and his power. So part of our adornment is might and power, strength, might, and power, amen. And you know, it's like we won't have to think twice about laying hands on somebody to sit. Amen. I saw this lady in a wheelchair, she she was like in a walker, but she was hooked up to some oxygen. And she was in Heinen's, and I saw her. And I kept turning around and saying, do you want me to pray for you? And every time I saw her, it's like she jumped over to another, you know, and I said, oh, devil, you know. But I just felt led to, and so I said, well, Lord, if you want me then I saw her again. And I said, well, Lord, if you want me to pray for her, have her come back around here. And she never came back, you know, looking strange and, you know, but anyway. But I I said, God, I'm going to be more willing and more open Amen. to pray for these people. You know, she was bent, bent over, you know. And see, this is what I believe part of this adornment is, is boldness, no matter. Don't stop and think. You know, go cast that devil off of her. Amen. Because you could tell she wanted that thing. And it was like a little, I think I saw a little battery pack. Oxygen tank hooked onto this walker, and and she was keeping it close. Of course, she needs to, but you know what I'm saying, you know. And I, that thought hit me, and I said, well, I need to be in this cleansing period, this purification period. See, we think we don't, but we do, because I should have just went and snatched that thing off her nose. I would have did, I did that when I was first born again. I didn't care. I said, oh no, you don't need that, you know. And I'm telling you, God always backed me up. But then it's like we get more mature in God, and we don't do things like that. But, you know, and I, and I wanted to do it, and I know that's still in me, and I want to say, hey, but something stopped me. Because, see, people, they have bad spirits on them, and so I considered, I considered what I saw. I know, I know, I need to be purified, amen. So adorn me with more power, more boldness, where I, you know, would just go and say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you don't need that, honey. Let's take that off of there, Amen. Kick me with you, you know, with your foot if you want to, but we're gonna take care of this oxygen thing, amen. So I let her slide, and then I, I put it back on God. Well, if you want me to make her come to me, you know, hallelujah. Just Hey, just telling the truth. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Well, part of this purification process is boldness. Don't let, as my father said, kill every roach you see. Don't leave nothing crawling. Don't leave nothing moving. Amen. <laughs> Amen. No mercy. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, Now that's going to be ringing in my head. His bed. Our best for his highest. And that's that's what it is. Amen. Power, authority, boldness, strength. That's his best. Amen. He always gives us his best. And this is for a higher purpose. This is for God's purpose. Amen. God really wants us to be the end time warriors. He wants to show us off and use us. And he's proud of his children. Amen. And I'm happy to be one of them. Amen. Amen. But operating in the full authority of Christ, who has all confidence. Amen. And God, Jesus had confidence in his calling, and we need to have confidence in ours. Amen. So our our final destination is not fear and failure. Amen. Going home saying, I should have. Right. I just should have pulled that thing off her nose. You know, not doing that. Going home in full assurance that you did the right thing amen and that signs follow those that believe amen Amen. nothing new hallelujah failure our final destination is not the pit but it's the palace amen our final destination is promotion no matter how we feel today or what our situation is no matter what we're facing Our final destination is promotion. And so this is what this adornment, I mean, this is what this purification process is for. Amen. Hallelujah. But we will go forth as the solution. Now, this is the thing. We're the solution to people's problems. We're the answer. Are y'all here today? Amen. That's what going forth is. You go forth as the solution. We're the answer to the world's problem. We got the answer. Amen. So the next time somebody try to put you down, you tell them, I'm your answer. And we are. We really are. We're the answer. We're God's peculiar end time people. And the Bible tells us to go forth before people in high places. And this is why God has to prepare us. We're going to go forth uh, before people in high places, just like Joseph And become elevated and promoted in Jesus' name. Amen. So don't let your present situation make you bitter. If you feel like you're not moving forward, not moving backwards, you're at a standstill. Don't get bitter. God is doing something. And so he said his word from the prophet is to rejoice and to praise God. Amen. Because we are in the midst of of god putting his anointing on the church putting his power his glory amen why why is god doing this because he's after quality not quantity amen he's after a quality people you know he don't care how many or how few he wants quality people amen joseph's own brothers didn't recognize him after his pit experience and this is another thing that the lord is saying people won't recognize you you won't recognize yourself after he puts the glory on us amen and this is after you allow him to transform you that people, this is why I never understood that story about Joseph's brothers, but they didn't recognize him. I thought it was because he was cleaned up. They didn't recognize him because of the glory. Amen. That's why they didn't recognize him. And I said, well, maybe he's out of the pit. They threw him down there. He aged. You know how your mind just takes, they didn't recognize him because of the glory. I read it good this time. Amen. <laughs> They didn't recognize the glory all over him. Amen. And they won't recognize you either. Hallelujah. God is putting his glory on people after the pit experience. So don't get bitter in the pit. God transformed Joseph inside and out. And that's why he didn't recognize himself. And they didn't recognize him because there was a transformation on the inside. And so Joseph was promoted in the midst of the Egyptians. Amen. And you will be too. Amen. Hallelujah. After Joseph was transformed through adversity, he was then restored. And that was his expected end, is to be restored. Everything missing or broken, restored. Everything stolen, restored. Amen. Everything lost, Everything fragmented back you know coming back uh refined, perfected, even our bodies, good health, long life, amen, everything uh uh put back intact, nothing missing or broken, healing, healed from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. Esther was in good health after her six months. Of this and six months of that. She was in good health. She looked younger. She was stronger. Amen. She was a woman that said beauty to behold. And she was but she was beautiful inside and out. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So Joseph was promoted in the midst of the Egyptians. Hallelujah. And God's plan and purpose for Joseph's life. Was to be restored back to God. That's his plan and purpose for all of us to be restored back to him. Amen. This is why this is a thing where you got to let him have his way. Now's not the time to be fussing and being fussy. And I don't want to open that door yet. The door is going to be open. Amen. The doors are open. And God will have his way. But what's going to come out of this is you won't even recognize yourself. I'm looking, to not under, I'm looking to not recognize me. Amen. And then when we look at our reflection, we see Jesus. Amen. And see, this is why most people don't see him, because they refuse to go through this process. But this is a must. Everybody will go through this process of transformation and then res- restoration. Isn't that what Bar- Pastor Bar was saying? Transformation comes before restoration. And so this has to be. There's nothing we can do to stop this. And so if you're mad at somebody, tell God, just repent, you know, and just go to him because he already knows it's it's like this. He's bringing everything to the table. Amen. This is that. And just think about Esther. Don't think it's strange. But this was Esther's uh, year of, of being transformed. Everything was laid on the table. Even the fact that she didn't have parents. Amen. Hallelujah. Everything was laid on the table. Amen. But God gave her what she needed. So God's plan and purpose is restoration. Being restored back to him. And that's why God is trying to restore the intimacy that we've missed. That we've lacked for so long. Intimacy between us and him. He's restoring that back, Amen. Where where we believed in Psalm ninety one. Where we, you know, hid in the cleft of the rock and trusted him. And and you know, laid no sin to God's charge, but we took responsibility for everything that we were supposed to take responsibility for. Hallelujah. So God's plan and purpose is to restore us back to Him. And then bring others. Go ye and tell. Amen. Be disciples of God. And let people know that their time is nigh. Amen. So this is our final destination is to be promoted and used by God, to be adorned by God. Amen. Learning to walk in love. No, no restraints. Amen being a soul winner, amen, being a soul winner for the glory of God, amen, restoration, to be restored to God's purpose, you know, being used for God's purpose, and in this restoration also is prosperity in every area of your life, that means healing, wholeness, amen, nothing missing or broken, if you, you take that in a secret place and allow God to address these things, you know, uh, whatever you need to do that you have not been able to do on your own, God is helping us. Are y'all here? Yes. Amen. Is there anything I know it is with me, you know, and God is, is making me able and helping me with his grace. Everybody talking about grace, grace, grace. Well, this is where grace comes in. Amen. Amen amen allow grace to help you amen and not be bitter in the situation that you're in not grow bitter because this is what the devil wants because he knows that you're a dangerous person and if we we could just get through this preparation process then we'll be fine but the devil wants to throw a cloud of fog so you get confused and go back to your old ways or stop expecting him to come through Stop expecting him to do uh, the miraculous. And, that, you know, God, the devil wants us to start back to looking in the natural, yes. seeing what we it ain't it ain't going to happen. And, and, you know, but this is a new cycle. Remind yourself this is what I tell the devil when he tried to take my, uh uh-uh, uh, this is a new cycle. Yes. The old cycle has ended. Yes. This is a new cycle, and you can't do nothing about it. Yes. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah those that believe will receive. Amen. And this is the thing about favor. Those who don't believe is going to receive. Amen. Amen. I know you received it. Like, mm, big deal. Genesis 39. Let's go there. See, favor works a little different. Favor hunts you down and overtake you. It don't care whether you want it or not. It overtakes you. It, it, it comes and messes with your day. You don't have to mess with it. <laughs> you know, the Bible said that Joseph had a prosperous soul. You know why he had a prosperous soul? Because he allowed that cleansing on the inside see you can be prosperous naturally you know but see like esther you know it says she was perfumed and there's a lot of things that took place on the outside but also there was an inside cleansing she went through cleansing on the inside her soul was restored amen and see in this end time uh, uh transformation God is changing us on the inside. That's what transform. People aren't transformed unless they're changed inside and out. Amen. And this is why we have to allow God to do what he is doing. He is doing his job for a perfect work. Amen. And in other words, God is saying, let me have what I want right now for a change. And out of this process, you will get everything that you want. Amen. Our best for his highest. no out of this we will get what we want amen but joseph's prosperous soul it was prosperous the same reason esther was had a prosperous soul because they allowed god to cleanse them inside and out amen they were changed hallelujah so let's see genesis 39 did i say that okay verse 3 well let's go let's go to one this is now joseph had been taken down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him from the Ishmaelites, who had taken him down there. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. Does somebody else's translation say something else? Yeah, amen. So, in other words, he, w- he had a prosperous soul, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptians. Amen. And then how can a slave be successful? How can a slave have a prosperous soul, and you're a slave? Just be in God. Amen. See, that's why the God is saying in this hour, don't be bitter at the process. Because there's a lot of things going on. But he's delivering and he these things are going on for a purpose. And it won't be long. It won't take long. This, and, Amen. That's the difference in this cycle. It's God is doing a new thing. He's not done this before. It says in verse 3, And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Now how did they see that? Because of his transformation. Because he didn't have a whole lot of flesh. He was not running his mouth and talk about what he's going to do to somebody. Because he didn't do nothing and he wasn't supposed to be in the pit. And my brothers don't like me and they jealous of me. And see, he wasn't carrying all of that baggage. Amen. And so the anointing was on him and on his life and they recognized it. See, back in the day, they didn't say anointing. They said, and God was with him. Amen. And so that's what got Jonah as angry as he was in a bad attitude. But that's what got him thrown overboard because God was with him. You know, the anointing is there for a purpose, to set you apart. Amen. Hallelujah. So it says, and and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. All you do god is going to make it prosper in your hand (laughs) Mm -mm -mm. so joseph found favor in his sight and served him and he made him overseer of his house and all that he had he put under his authority now how did joseph get everything under his authority because he was under god's authority he didn't go around talking about it. he got to do his ministry and they holding me back. We don't heard it all. And all of this crazy stuff. He was submitted under God. And God came from left field and put him somewhere that man could have never put him. Amen. This is how God does. See, God's way is always better. Amen. Verse 5, it says, so it was from that the time that he had. That he had made him overseer of his house, and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptians' house for Jacob's sake. Just like God will keep a business open if you work there. And That's why when people say, "I'm, I'm gonna get me another job," they closing down. I say, "Not, nah, I close the place out. Close it out, you know. And then God will open another door for you." He'll keep it open as long as you want it open. Amen. Amen. You know, you ever look back at the places you worked and they didn't do good time? You left something bad happen? Because God kept it straight for you. Amen. See, we need to take these Take heed of what God is doing. You can figure out yourself in your carnal mind if God is with you or not. If you watch closely. But see, the devil puts fog where, where he don't want you to understand what's going on because he wants you to step out in left field and do something stupid. But I'm telling you, you can figure these things out with your own head. Amen. time you look back. Either the job is shut down, closed up. Everybody went to jail. They made the front Front page of the newspaper or something like that. And it's because God was holding that thing together for you. Amen. That's what He does. Amen. See, God loves us more than we know. Hallelujah. Oh, where was I at? I was over here in five. It says, and the blessings of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. It says, the, verse 6, thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he did not know what he had ex- had except for the bread which he ate. Now Joseph was, han- was handsome in form and appearance. Here come the devil. This, here comes the fog. Verse 7. So see, whenever you're in a transition period, the fog will come. Amen. The fog will come. And you notice what the devil used here was some type of weakness of flesh. So watch it. Amen. Verse 7 says, And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes <laughs> on Joseph. You know, she gave him the eye. And she said, Lie with me. In other words, mind game." Of Satan. Verse 8, but he refused and said to his master's wife, look, my master does not know uh, what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has in my hand. There is no one greater in this house than I, nor has he kept uh, back anything, nor has he kept back anything from me but you. In other words, look stupid. You off limits. Get out of here. Leave me alone. Amen. Where was I at? Okay. He says, because you are his wife, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? See, God is watching. So it was as she spoke to Joseph day by day that he did not heed her to lie with her or to be with her. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work, and none of the men of the house was inside, that she caught him by his garment, saying, Lie with me. But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. In other words, flee fornication. It's, <laughs> it'll save your life. Verse 13, And so it was when she said that he had, he had left. He had left his garment in her hand and fled outside. That she called the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, "See, he has brought in to us a Hebrew. Wait a minute. He has brought in to us a Hebrew to mock us. He came in to me to lie with me, and I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard that." I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled and fled and went outside. So she kept his garment with her until his master came home. Then she spoke with him with words like these sayings The Hebrew servant woman you brought to us came into me to mock me. So it happened as I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled outside. So it was when his master heard the words which his wife spoke to him saying, your servant did me your um, say, saying, your servant did to me after this manner that his anger was aroused. Then Joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were confined. And he was there in the prison, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy. And he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. So whatever trouble you get in, God will still give you favor. Because favor follows you. Amen. That's why the Bible says and that prophecy is right on the heels. Amen. Because it follows you. If you go to jail, it will go in there with you and get you out. So whatever, whatever you see, the devil hates that favor that follows you. They don't like that. They don't want to be around it. Amen. Amen. But favor follows you wherever you go. God don't cut your favor off because you get in trouble. Thank you, Lord. Amen. 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 And and Joseph was innocent, but if you do something wrong, he ain't gonna cut your favor off. God doesn't do stuff like that because you've already been judged. Amen. You've been judged faithful. Hallelujah. You may not be able to exercise it properly, but I know one thing, favor will get you out of there too. Amen. Let's see. So I think I was in 18. No, 20. Yeah, 21. He says, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and he gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison and the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners who were in the prison whatever they did whatever they did there it was his doing the keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority in other words they didn't try to watch him to make sure he did his job the right way amen who's got time for that you give somebody an assignment and they do it If you don't do it, that's between you and God. Ain't nobody going to be watching you to see if you do your assignment. You know, ain't nobody got time for that. So it says the keeper of the prison did not look into anything that was under Joseph's authority. In other words, the Bible wants us to understand he had full authority because the Lord was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it prosper amen so you know what they didn't care whether it was in the pit in the prison they still wanted joseph on their team amen yes. amen but you know what uh joseph didn't bow to bail now let me tell you another thing another way you can bow to bail by being bitter in the process amen. why is it taking so long i know god ain't gonna give me what i want I'm ready for it, but I don't know if I'm really ready for it. I hope he know what kind of man I like. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know, all of that kind of stuff. But you've got to trust him. It was this interesting thing. I don't know how many of you have seen this show. Uh, what's that show? Um, Marriage at First Sight. And they have new, a new season of people. And then this, they, this is what the lady said. There's a psychologist. There's a spiritual advisor. He is Christian, by the way, but you know they can't say that. Then there's uh, the psychologist, and then there's these people who uh, the whole team, they decide from your culture, from your likes, from your dislikes, from what you say, just different things about you that you put on paper who would be a good spouse for you. And this is the thing that I like. This is why I started looking at it, because it is putting an end. And most people don't like the show, and I know why, because it puts an end to this sex before marriage thing. If you want a husband or a wife, you know they say, "Well, we want to try them out." No, just get married if that's what if that's what you think is in your heart. So this show sh- this show shows people that you they're good enough to have sex but not good enough to put a ring amen so this is they took some type of poll and this is what i liked even better this season and there was these uh i think they're indian people and this guy was doing this testimony and he said my grandmother my great-grandparents their marriage was uh planned you know how indian people they arranged he said, and my grandparents, they said he said it worked out fine. He said my grandparents' marriage was arranged. It worked out fine. They're still married. He said my mother and father's marriage was arranged. It worked out fine. He says now they're arranging one for me. He says I'm scared. <laughs> but you know what he said on the other hand, he said I have no doubt that it won't work. He said he said they're in there planning, talking about a woman I'm gonna marry. I don't even know her. You know he says, but I have no doubt." And let, look at, listen to the statistics. Ninety-seven percent of arranged marriages work. It's forty-nine percent of Christian marriages don't, and fifty percent of the world's marriages don't work, end in divorce. But forty, with ninety-seven percent of arranged marriages work, that's a high percent, almost a hundred percent. It's because other people can see past the lust thing, and other people can't see physical attributes get you in trouble <laughs> and so i like that i say, "Ooh!" i said you know god works how he's gonna work he works in ways you don't think he's gonna come but god is so smart and so he says they're in there planning my wife with and so this is what uh this team of experts was saying back to marriage without marriage uh, marriage at first sight that this one girl she tried well, she's watched the show from last season. you know there was one couple that didn't like each other, and but we could see the compatibility wouldn't you say? We could see that they're made for each other, but they couldn't see because they're so busy into into the physical realm and into the flesh so but anyway, uh they were saying this one girl was getting nervous and she was she saw him, and she was thinking he's not I'm not attracted to him physically. And so the the advisors were saying, as a whole, they said, "We understand her feeling. They said, we, don't, we can't guarantee how people are going to feel when they see one another." They said, "But they are Mr. Tr- the Parddock, they are trusting us to make that this is a good decision that we are making for them. They are trusting us, not the person that they see. And the Lord was speaking to me. He says, in these like these different Indian cult, these different cultures, where parents p- pick the, because the parents are hearing from God and the and the children are trusting the parents. So in this instance, these people need to trust God, but trust these people is unto God that they said that they they did a study all year for six months, and these people are compatible. That whoever they choose for me is going to be good for me. And so somebody is trusting in something they can't see, you know, But the, the advisors said, we understand that they might not like, this, they said, "But they have to trust us. And so in that same way, I know y'all sitting there quiet, "Well, huh? well hey, you know what? God does such a better job than we do. That's all, that's all this is boiling down to. And now they've proven it on national television. Amen. Y'all sitting there like what? Now this is what I feel. I'm gonna go get me a stranger. That ain't what I said. I said you stay out of it. Period. You won't even. We don't know how to pick the right strangers. See, I, I can feel when there's going when there's a twist up in the in the atmosphere. It's like here we go. That's not what I'm saying. But you know, God, He exposes these things to people, to parents, and to grandparents, and. And that kind of thing, but anyway, I found it interesting that she says they're trusting us, and that's good, and so I think this girl, I don't know whether she went on to marry this guy or not. do you I don't, I don't know, but it will be interesting to see amen I' no, I'm not trying to pick no husbands for y'all. all I'm saying is that you have to trust God in this just like amen, just like these people were trusting the advisors. that's all I'm saying. You have to trust God in this. He knows what you need. He knows what you want. Amen. So we can trust him. Let me get finished. Hallelujah. Because it went dead in here real quick. I don't care. Just, you know, just invite me to the wedding. I don't care. I I don't have time. Ain't nobody got time for that. I I feel you. Well, what happened this time? What happened is you happened. (laughs) That's what happened. Amen. Let's see. I'm trying to find a scripture in Hab- Habakkuk. Oh, I think that's uh, Trying to wear me out. I don't think so. Like for well, what you saying? What you saying we should just go marry? No, I'm saying go go get in your Bible. That's what I'm saying. How about that? Amen. Habakkuk 2. And let's go to verse 14. And it says, For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of glory, of the glory of God, as the waters cover the sea. And that's where we're headed. Amen. With this purification process and this transformation process. That God is preparing us. And uh, and the Lord of the harvest is preparing hearts. All of the people that you run into that need salvation, God is prompting them right now. The Holy Spirit is riding on them. And then when God perfects his church you know and he another reason for the perfecting of the of the church is so that we'll smell like Jesus look like Jesus like Joseph carried the anointing and they saying God was with him people will be in your atmosphere and know that you are you belong to God amen hallelujah, hallelujah. so the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God as the waters cover the sea hallelujah you know, God will raise these people up and raise his warriors up to rake them in. Amen. And it won't take you all day to minister to somebody on the phone. Don't even start doing that religious stuff because that ain't going to work. You know, he's my my ward. No, I don't think so. You know, they people people still do that. They still do it. I had somebody tell me that two weeks ago. But well, you know, I'm ministering to him. He's my ward and, and I'm I'm like, now, nah, I know that ain't God, because God wouldn't have you ministering to a single man and you a single woman. And eh. people people really think you stupid and they can tell you anything. Oh, that's right. Uh oh. Even the baby know that ain't cool. I don't think so. God didn't tell you to do nothing on. Whatever. (laughs) Hallelujah. So in other words, the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea, and the sea represent people, and the waters represent the Holy Spirit. And God will bring down the wicked by demonstration of his sovereignty demonstration and power so it's going to be a lot going on if you want to read Habakkuk and get a preview now i know you don't want to know amen i just i just i just all i want is just my prayers answer we know and he know but you're going to do some work for him amen a good work after god restores his people and transforms them and that's called a purification process then his people will be revealed. Amen. You know, they running on the windows and tapping at your walls. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Hide your house. You know. But it's gonna be the people of the, it's gonna be the people of church. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Running, running like mighty men. And you know, climbing the walls like the men of war. It's gonna be us. Amen. That's what's going that's what's going on. And you know, and so don't be bitter in this process where you are now. Don't get, don't let the devil throw a smoke screen at you, like it's the same old thing. This ain't no new season. The devil to tell you anything, amen. amen. But you know what? If you believe it, you receive it. it. It's it's like Kelly was talking about the uncommon and the common. The common is what you used to see and happen. And so you have to change that mindset. And that's why you see why we need to be deprogrammed yeah. so that we can receive. Because sometimes when you're on the rope of dope it looks like the same old stuff. Amen. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. It's like same pain, same insults, same crap. But I'm telling you, God is saying, don't allow yourself to get bitter in this process. Amen. 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 Because God will be revealed. And no longer will we be the persecuted church. This is his promise. Or smell like smoke. But our final destination is restoration and promotion from God. Like Joseph to be promoted. And so, you know, allow grace to help you through this time of turbulence. This time of... Should I do this? Should I do that? Is it time? Is it not time? Just rest in God and let him show you where he, let him lead. It's like uh, Pastor Bart was saying, God wants another dance. He wants to be the leader. So just look at this as you, you're out on a dance with God and he's leading you. You're just going to follow him and be quiet and not allow the fog of the devil to cause you to be bitter. He may bring up some old things that, because he's delivering you, don't get stuck there. Just receive it from God. Receive his blessing. Receive his cleansing and his new hope, because that's what he wants to put on the inside of you, a new hope, new vision, new dreams. Amen? God made Joseph a prominent person, and he wants to make you a prominent person, too amen in other words those dreams that joseph was having they became a reality and he didn't have to any longer go telling people what he dreamed god told me that's the god told me bunch <laughs> his brothers laughed at him and you know what they said behold the dreamer cometh <laughs> They won't get a chance to say that to us. Amen. We'll keep it between us and God. See, he was young. He didn't know any better. He was a teenager. But his brother soon bowed because there was a famine in the land. As you know, they came to borrow money from him and didn't recognize who he was because the anointing was on his life. Amen. Hallelujah. No more laughing at Joseph did they do. (laughs) <laughs> because there had been a transformation going on. And Joseph was a prosperous, successful man because of the divine favor that was on his life. He, it caused him to have a prosperous soul. Is your soul prosperous? Yes. Everybody should why? Because favor has been unleashed on my life, just like Joseph. Amen. Hallelujah. And so he had a personal relationship with God, and Joseph was hum- humble under God's authority and submitted under God's authority. So he was given favor by man. See, and everywhere he go, God, see this is the thing, when, when you have favor on your life, God will cause everybody you run into to give you favor. It don't just come from one per place, or one. it comes from anybody you run into because it's on your life and god calls men to give into your bosom i'm sure that's happened to everybody in here already amen that's favor amen and so god is teaching us how to live out of that every day even when you're sleeping he wants to cause us but there's some some adjustments not rebuke but adjustments some people's going to look at it as a rebuke anyway but that's okay that's what we're working through. We're working through changing our th- thought process. That's why you need a thought process change. We've got to stop looking at everything as a spanking. Everything ain't a spanking. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's see. Did I do verse 23? I think I did. Yeah, Joseph's final destination was promotion and restoration. Restoration. Hallelujah. So God, when He transforms us, your character is changed. You change from the inside out, and people say, "Who is that person?" Amen. I like the 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 new this new person, and then you know what they do? They sit back and wait on you to change back, and talk about you. Amen. But but God is saying in this hour, He's producing quality. Amen. Quality people. That means I'm changing you from the inside out. Your your manner of thinking, everything about you. God is changing. We're so much so that people don't recognize who you are. Amen. Well, why don't we quit? Hallelujah. God, we thank you for your word. Amen. We praise you, Father, and we. Live.